What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the Andrew Clark of our Breakfast Club. Ooh. That's Emilio Estevez's character. Charlie Hickman. Oh, uh, hey, watch your butt cheeks, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'd love to interact with you. So make sure you comment down below. Just please be nice about it. And whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio version, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go ahead and hit that thumbs up or star rating or whatever it is you got to do. And then come back here, subscribe, or else Dylan is going to show up at your house. He's going to swap all of your brand new 2023 calendars with 2022 calendars. Oh, and you're yeah, not even yeah. going to notice. And all of a sudden you're going to start making plans. And those days are not <laughs> lining up, folks. I'm going to I'm going to circle every Wednesday so you can come back and make sure you subscribe. And you'll always know Wednesday. And then you can easily come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We have one of our patented. Graphs. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yep, we, we love doing drafts. these. We, we love doing these. <laughs> so we have fun doing them. So we keep doing them. Works out pretty well. But in honor of Valentine's Day, we have a special draft. We are building a romantic comedy. We're building the rom com. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So not just the characters. Charlie's, Charlie's factored in a lot of stuff. Charlie put in a whole bunch of overtime building this thing. <laughs> Charlie, you want to tell us a little bit about it? or I, I, I do, and thank you for that kind introduction, and thank you for telling me which character from Breakfast Club that was, because I did not know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, look, we're, not, we're not just drafting a team here today. I, with, with each of these drafts, I like to try to put a little unique spin, and today we are building a literal movie. Now, what could be more romantic? And the inspiration was this, really, really Dylan's love affair with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Uh, the love I mean, that has uh, launched no. a thousand ships, uh, you know, this the kind of beautiful pure love that that you you can only dream about. And so, uh, each of us are are assigned an actor, one of our our boys, if you will. Uh, yeah. So Dylan will be building his movie with his featured star Nathan Fillion. Brody yes. will be building his movie with his featured star uh, Henry Cavill, and I will be building my movie with my featured star uh, Sir Tom Cruise. So yes. That's where we begin. Now, a couple of twists along the way, boys. We will be picking a uh, a couple other actors that will be uh, be in this movie. And, and normally we have five choices. In this case, we have six choices. All of the actors or actresses that are on these lists are people who have appeared, uh, like in the in the case of like the romantic lead, they have played the romantic lead from one of our actors. And you cannot pick someone who has been a romantic lead to your boy. So uh, that'll make a little bit more sense when you can see the list. But Dylan cannot pick a Nathan Fillion romantic lead. He has to pick from a Henry Cavill or a Tom Cruise romantic lead. Brody has to pick from the Cruise and the Fillion. And I, of course, have to pick from the Cavill and the Fillion. Yeah. And that goes for the, the best friend role and some other things. So we will be crafting this movie from the ground up all the way to the very end of the movie. And at the end, we will not just have teams, but whole, whole stories <laughs> that will help you and maybe even us fall a little bit more in love this Valentine's Day. There we go. Especially with Nathan Fillion. He watches. He's a big fan. Big of course. Fan. Well, 
he'd probably get a restraining order to be watched. <laughs> it just right. means he notices you, Dylan. That's all that means. Okay, so let's go on over to the draft. A lot of things running crazy on uh, screens right now. But I'm trying best I can. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. You know what we didn't do? We didn't see who was going first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oop, the talk, talk, punch wheel. <laughs> there it goes. Wheel of pain and or the, the wheel, wheel of punch. Is it going to be who's going first? Oh, that looks like a Charlie. Hey, it's finally not rigged. Nice. <laughs> finally, finally, an honest, finally, an honest spin. Finally, it's not time. rigged. There was a test. We did a test spin, and I won. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, so the, these are the these are our leads. Uh, if we have yeah. we have pictures in case you know if you're if you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, oh, who is this Nathan Fillion they keep talking about? Uh, or maybe you don't know who Tom Cruise is. Ow. Everyone knows Henry Cavill. So uh, can we can we get those pictures up here, Broad, real quick, uh, so we can show the peeps? Sure. <laughs> no. Look at our now, boys. I went ahead and I made sure Tom Cruise was a little bit <laughs> tinier than the other guys. So we got tiny Tom Cruise down there at the bottom. Uh, we got our boys there, all 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 dressed in their dressed to the nines, ready yeah. to put on put on the performance of a lifetime. Beautiful. But who will Very be their romantic, romantic lead? Let's dive into it. So we have. Six choices, and again, if uh, I'll, I'll go over it once I've said them. So we have uh, Stana Kadic, who was the the played a, a opposite Castle in the TV show Castle from Nathan Fillion. Uh, we have a uh, Marina Bakarin. And, you know, some of these I, I realize I've never said out loud, so I uh, I got to make sure that we're going Cameron, to the leads. Sorry. Yeah, Cameron Diaz, uh, Jennifer Connelly, uh, Amy Adams, uh, and Anya Shalatra. Uh, Amy Adams. Sorry, Dylan, your face looks so confused. Um, who who plays Yennefer in The Witcher? Now, there was a bunch, you know, with The Witcher game, you have a, a lot of romantic lead possibilities. It turns out Henry Cavill, not in a lot of movies, uh, where, he's, where he's the lead. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so it was a little, little bit harder to find a find love interest, but yeah. Uh, I can see two people Henry just Cavill here. Henry himself said when he played The Witcher game he that he picked Yennefer as his love interest in the game, so that's the one that we picked for our, our rom-com. And I get to go first. So I'm looking at the board. I'm pairing with Tom Cruise. Oh, man. Okay. Who am I pairing with old Tommy? Old Tommy boy. Uh, I wasn't prepared to go first. You'd think I would have thought this through a little bit more, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so I think I, so I'm going to go with, you know, Stan, uh, old Stana, Stana Kadic. Yeah. She went toe-to-toe -to -toe, toe -to -toe with, uh, with Fillion. Uh, Always, uh, you know, very strong, strong actress, and uh, and very, you know, very funny, good delivery, uh, and I, th I think about the same height as old Tommy Cruise. And I think they have some good chemistry. So, that's uh, that's who I'm picking. Good pick. She's really good. All right. So I cannot pick Amy Adams or Anya Batra. Correct. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jennifer Connelly. Any any follow-ups to that or just that's it just cause all right <laughs> just cause no I don't I what so I don't really know well I guess I know Marina she was in Firefly Fire, she was in Firefly something else and 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 Deadpool so I mean oh that's right Deadpool. she was in Deadpool mm -hmm. I told totally mm -hmm. you 
Um, Excellent and all that. Also, Homeland, which was a big deal. She was in V. It was like that alien TV show. Cameron Diaz. Brody's never seen a TV show. It's true. But I, I, I don't know. Because really, like, we have a lot of people here, but I can only pick between. Yeah. We're going with Jennifer Conley. All right. Good choice. Good choice. All right, Dale, who are you pairing with your boy, Nathan Fillion, for his, his big rom-com uh, breakout performance? Want the pictures up again? No, 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 no. Well, okay. Huh. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm kind of stuck between uh, Cameron Diaz and Amy Adams. Because, now, I'll be honest. I was going to go with Amy Adams. It was going to be a slam dunk, but jeez. I don't know. Like she was at just like as Lois Lane. I don't know. I don't know. She's been in other things. Yeah, it's true. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Uh, I'll go Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. She's been in a bunch of uh, she's been in a bunch of rom coms, and she, you know she is she's she, as an actress she's underrated. She really paired well with Tom Cruise, and he he had a little Nathan Fillion vibe in, uh, in day, and uh, night? day and night, <laughs> a little Charlie vibe. Yeah, I was, day, I was an underrated film, very underrated film. I'm I gonna go, yeah, I'll go Cameron. I don't remember the last movie I saw Cameron. I think that might have been the last movie I saw her in. Well, she's she's been in a lot of things since, so that's just on you guys. All right, so let's uh, let's get to that next category here: the ever important sidekick we need a best friend so and dylan i i you know what i i I, we gotta address the the elephant in the room and since we started this podcast i have been pronouncing an alan tuddick because i thought there's no way that my buddy two dong who calls him alan two dick is saying his name right there's no way that two dong and two dick are two people that i love in this world (laughs) and so i just always thought dylan's dylan's just saying it wrong but no, on Twitter, confirmed by the man himself, it is Alan Tudyk. Uh, so he he is on the board, uh, Mr. Tudyk himself, and we got Adam Baldwin, uh, both from Firefly, uh, Jason Momoa, and Ben Affleck, best friends with Mr. Henry Cavill. And the uh, no, no, no. Cl- this pic- I love this picture of Ben. Did you guys see any of the Grammy photos last night? Yeah. Uh, as as the night as the night went on, just Ben Affleck's face just kept getting more increasingly miserable. Uh, him standing up watching one of the performances and he just looks so I you know what I've never been a big Ben Affleck guy but the Dunkin between the Dunkin Donuts memes and just how miserable he looks every time he has to go on public I gotta admit I'm falling a little bit in love with him uh, and then we got Simon Pegg and, and Ving Rhames from uh, of course the Mission Impossible universe how exactly uh, is somebody who has that much clout and that much money and all these kinds of things always is looking miserable. <laughs> How? How? He was playing Batman and he was miserable. All the time, hey, miserable. All right, so like, who, you you, who are you picking, Dylan? Or Brody? Who you no, it's me. Who you it's got? me. This is an yeah, easy got, one for me. Man, I want I want my best friend to be Simon Pegg. Ah. That's right. I got him. I took him. He's mine. <laughs> it's me, me and Simon Pegg hanging out. And we can talk about Star Trek. We can talk about Star Wars. I mean, in in the in my romantic comedy, he and Henry Cavill could probably do really geek. If I was doing this, and I don't know what categories are coming, they're both giant nerds. Because I think that would be great. 
Henry Cavill's a nerd. Simon Pegg's a nerd. Put the two nerds together. It'd be awesome. Reunited uh, since, uh, you know, their Mission Impossible days. Mission Impossible. I don't know if they, I can't remember if they interacted at all. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Simon Pegg uh, just ate him alive, though, in terms of the season. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but... Hey, don't, don't be don't be intimidated just because my boy killed your boy with a big hook in his eye, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Um, all right. Uh, so Dylan, who are you picking? Momoa? I'm gonna have to go. I'm not Affleck? gonna go. No, Come on. unbelievable. Come on, Jason Momoa. I Affleck. would not pick either. I'm gonna go Bing Rames, and I'm happily going with Bing Rames. You know, it's funny because I'd like to say for the record, so far. Fillion has the best, like, he had the best romantic lead. He had, now he's got the best friends because Alan Tudyk is unbelievable. And, I mean, and God, Jason Momoa and Ben Affleck, yeah, no, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Big Rames all the way. Excellent Surprise, actor. Surprisingly, uh, Henry Cavill's uh, movie list isn't full of him playing leads with, like, really good friends. Uh, <laughs> I will also say, just because just it's my turn and I have the time to say it, uh, it, a little bit, a little bit of like a challenge to you guys out there. If you're watching this, I was gonna have a category for a parent. Tom Cruise has had a very long and illustrious cinematic career, but it is darn hard to find <laughs> actors or actresses who have played either a mom or dad to Tom Cruise. Really? The closest I found was in Risky Business, where it's Joel's mom and Joel's dad are like, yeah, in it for like a half second in the beginning and the end. Uh, that was about it. So hey, he had a parents. He had parents in Night and Day. Yeah, well, really, what actors and actresses portrayed them? I can't. I don't know who played them in risky <laughs> business. I don't know who they were in Night and Day. Yeah, exactly. I, I, so what I need from Tom Cruise is to have a role where he has like a like a, a real heart to heart with like with like a father figure or a mother figure. That's what I need. But I'm picking. I, I'm picking the least surprising choice of the day. Give me yeah. two. Days. Boom. Predictable. Look at my cast. Look Pred- at my predictable, cast. Charlie. Oh my gosh, this is too good. Taken. From Fillion all the way. Yeah, I am, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? How, how, if just Tom Cruise had had Nathan Fillion's career, it would have been very successful. All right. So, um. uh, Dylan, your choice <laughs> up first. And t- we need a romantic city for this romantic comedy to take place. We've got Paris. We've got New York. We've got Florence, Italy. We've got San Francisco. And, of course, London. Hmm. Where's your backdrop? Backdrop. I don't know. Tough one. I'm gonna go Paris. Ooh, all right. Thinking about though, on you, two dog. Well, you stole Simon Pegg from me, bro. That would have been like Nathan Fillion's breakout role right there with uh, Simon Pegg, and you stole that. You stole the entire movie. <laughs> I I'm gonna go San Francisco, and I'm I'm t- hmm. I, I had no idea what. I, I, like I said, I didn't think through any of the things, the choices I would make. I just put things on a list. But I am picturing Tom Cruise having a scene at some <laughs> point where he's chasing after Stana because he, he maybe he messed up or something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he is running, running up the big hills of yeah. San Francisco, arms chopping through the wind, <laughs> <laughs> up and down those hills. I want, I want to, I, I need to see it. Put it, put it in my veins. Tom Cruise running up and down the hills. Other people are taking cars and trolleys, but not my boy. My boy is running. Yeah. He's cutting air. <laughs> yeah, see, and I and I can see Nathan Fillion and Cameron Diaz both like with with very nice vintage wine or even bang, in you know with with the Eiffel Tower in the background, the lights, the Paris lights, and they're they're toasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, beautiful. 
Road, where are you? Road. Where, are you where, where are Henry and Jennifer falling in love? I don't know. I I don't think I want to do New York. So many of these movies. True. Lawrence would be cool, but also think about. Isn't Henry Henry Cavill British? Yeah, which is why I was thinking about London, because it could be like his hometown. It's true. I don't know if he's actually Wait. from London. From Great Britain. Uh, let's go London. Let's go London. London, it is nice. All right, we've got our backdrops. We've got our cast. What's next? A job. Hey. Oh. So I, actually, I, I actually read some articles. I looked up. People have done research on the most popular jobs that people have in romantic comedies. And so on the, the list of most popular <laughs> male jobs, uh, these are all from the top 10. And I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't take a lot of brain power to think of movies where someone in a rom-com has one of these jobs so you got your journalist you've got your editor for like a magazine or something you know hey, we, need, we got a deadline uh we got our small business owner uh we've got architect which is the great george costanza career uh and we've got the artist or musician you know something like an artsy type someone in the mm. arts so uh, just be- just to clarify these are jobs for our men yes yeah, so, so for our for our, our so Ooh, like a, our oh, i'm picking men. first year, I so love it. So Tom Cruise, who's in San Francisco with his best friend Mr. Tudyk, chasing after Caddick. A lot of a lot of good alliteration is going to come out of the the posters are going to be fantastic <laughs> dynamite stuff here. Uh, I see Tommy. I'm going to put him in as. Oh gosh, this is hard. I don't. I, I don't want to go first in these categories. I don't want to see him <laughs> as an artist or musician. Or do I? He was. What what wasn't he great in the rock, rock and roll musical? He was great. He was like the only great thing about it. What was that called? Rock was of Ages. Rock of Ages. Thank you, because all, all, all my in my brain, it's like I have this little this little tiny <laughs> person in my brain going School of Rock, School of Rock, <laughs> School of Rock, and, I, and, I, and, it's, and it's the only answer I know is it's that it's wrong. It's just the only it's just like on repeat. There's this little guy in my brain just yelling it at me. Rock of Ages. There it is. All right. Um, Tom Cruise with like a hippie beard in San Francisco. He's my boy. My boy is an architect. And he is designing. Wow. He is designing buildings in San Francisco. Beautiful architecture. He's looking. Look at this. I built this. Look how small this doorway is. <laughs> You've never seen me walk through a small doorway. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> You've never seen me walk. <laughs> All right. So we got Henry Cavill, Jennifer Connelly, Simon Pegg living in London. What is Mr. Cavill doing for a career, Broad? I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Henry Cavill and Simon Pegg are small business owners. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I get to pick the small business. Yes. Which means they're running a microbrew. Hmm, microbrew. That's funny, because if I had to do that, if I had to do the small business owner, I was going to have nathan fillion run his own like vineyard so we were on the same page mm. i was gonna pick that for for tom cruise but it's just risky business you know <laughs> <laughs> Small, owning, owning your own company it's risky business uh, so dylan what are you picking 
You got a microbrewery. We got we got a designer of small buildings in San Francisco. Microbrewery in London. Ah, oh, sounds micro great. Micro buildings and microbrewing. You need to have something with a micro in the title. Maybe <laughs> maybe the maybe he works with micro machines. Micro maybe he machines. plays micro instruments. Yeah, like micro instruments. He's gonna be, okay. I if play he's the gonna... world's smallest violin. <laughs> if he if he's gonna be in Paris, gotta be in. An editor in doing Paris? a fashion like, magazine, or no, is Nathan well, Fillion would be? He wouldn't be an editor. He'd be a journalist because he'd be over in Paris just for visiting. He'd be visiting Paris, and Cameron Diaz would be visiting as well. You see, and he has to go with his with his friend who's taking pictures, uh, Bing Rames, who's the photojournalist. Hey, he's doing he's doing a big story, a big expose, a big expose, expose, right. expose. I was gonna say small. He was gonna have a vineyard or something like that, a small little vineyard. But no, I'm like a journalist. He's over there for a story. Bing Rames is his boy. Um, no, no, I mean his best friend, not his boy. Uh, he's his best friend, and he's also his photojournalist. So his they're buddy. working on it together. He's his buddy. He's his friend, and he's his friend and partner, partners and friends, partners and friends. I'd watch that. All right, Your Brody, boys. on to the next category, and you are up first. Yes. We okay. Look, mm. every good movie needs a subgenre. Now I know we already have romance and comedy, but we're gonna pair that. And uh, look, we kind of <laughs> we kind of already set up set ourselves up here with some casting choices and some location choices. Now we're gonna add a twist. So is that twist a little sci-fi twist, a musical twist, an adventure twist? A fantasy twist <laughs> or an action twist. Dum, dum, bum. In so up until this point, I've been trying to like build this building this movie in my head. I, and I'm like, Yeah, oh. me too. Me we have too. we have Henry Cavill and Simon Pegg, Buds in London starting a microbrew. We know that Jennifer Connolly can like work a bar because of uh -huh. Top Gun. Like okay. And she's an actress, so of course she can work a bar. Yeah, but she's got no, the just, experience. We, just, we weren't sure until the movie came out. And so, and so, like, but like in in my head, I've been putting all this together, and then you throw this at me, and I'm like, how do any of these fit into what I have been building in my head? Like, and then it turns sci-fi. Like, I it, I don't know. I the, now it can you be want, practical you know you sci-fi. It does. It could be like you know, hey, uh, maybe a character time travels or something, or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that more fantasy than sci-fi? Unless I guess it's a machine taking him it's there. Gotta be, it's got to be a machine. You gotta have, you gotta have the machine. Then it's sci-fi. Honestly, I'm kind of tempted to do a musical. <laughs> because of this, having a microbrew with a musical. I don't That's know. That's pretty funny. It's, <laughs> That's pretty funny, bro. I, I like the musical idea. I, I'm going to go musical. I want the musical. Right, musical. Nice. I'd love to see Henry Cavill <laughs> and Simon Pegg kind of do one of those intro songs where they're like, and it's a micro brew. We run our own micro brew. I, obviously, I'm not a songwriter, but I mean, like them talking about their micro brew. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Oh, they have, a, they have a whole song all about like mm -hmm. hazy IPAs, right? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> hazy Sunday, like a hazy, hazy like Sunday mornings. <laughs> I was kind of tempted to do the adventure, but then I'm like, well, but to do an adventure that would take them out of the micro. So that's yeah. true. I thought you were going to go sci-fi. If I'm going to be honest, you love sci-fi. I do love sci-fi, but I'm building a romantic comedy here. 
Yeah, but it's a subgenre. Well, I happen to be, I will go adventure because he's a journalist and everybody knows that journalists are always on adventures, like every single day of the week. That makes sense. That makes sense. It just makes sense. It's from point A to point B. It's Nathan Fillion. He's gonna, it's, it's like he's James Bond almost. Not quite action-y, but. I, I, you know what I'm picturing in my movie? All right. I'm going to go with action. Yeah, because it's, you got to have. It's Tom Cruise. It's Tom, Tom Cruise. But. But I think in this one, he's he's the straight man, and and it's gonna be Stana who pulls him into the action, like a, like a reverse night and day, where yeah. uh, you know he's just a, a mild mannered guy who likes to run up and down hills, <laughs> uh, designing small buildings, and then she comes into his life, and and uh, yeah, we're gonna get some, we're gonna get an, a nice action element going here. It's gonna be great. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm picturing it, and it's fantastic. All right, Dylan, what do you got? Beautiful. What do you got? Uh, oh, Dylan already next went. Category here next category here is uh, is relationship scenario. Okay, so what is the okay. setup for our love interests? So here are your oh. choices. They're divorced for now. <laughs> uh, maybe they're business rivals. Uh-oh, Jennifer Connelly and that rival microbrew. Or maybe mm -hmm. it's a mega brew. Uh, Ooh, oh. she's coming over from Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> maybe they're best friends. Maybe it's a chance encounter. Or maybe it's the ever fun. They drive me crazy. I would never be with this person. I hate them. Like odd couple, but I love them pairing. So, Dylan, Nathan, Cameron, fall in oh, love. Man, what's uh, their I'm, relationship? I'm going chance encounter. If if it's if it's an adventure and they're makes in sense. Paris and that's not how they normally is, yeah, chance encounter all the way. That makes they sense. Run into each other. Thank you. Thank you. They run into each other. Clearly, she's on the run, or she has some sort of a thing that she's trying to get, and he happens to be in the way. And him and his best friend Ving are are you know doing their mild mannered guys doing their mild mannered story. Next thing you know, they're on a, a whirlwind tour of Paris with people after them, or they're like searching out something because uh, you know they accidentally run into Cameron Diaz. All right, I. I was gonna go chance encounter here um, for my action story, so I like I like that pick for you, Dill. I like it less that I I can't make the same pick for myself, but, uh, but that's all right. I think I'm gonna go with a little bit of like they drive me crazy, and oh, so okay. our our our, my, our characters are gonna that's meet, good. and there's gonna be instant friction. There'll be a ah. uh, you know like that Sam and Diane kind of banter back and forth. I don't really like you. But not business rivals, because I, I I want Stana to be a you know she's she's got to be involved in something that draws us into the action. So they're right. just gonna they're not gonna like each other, but they're gonna keep running into each other. But let me tell you something, <laughs> they're gonna fall in love. They're gonna fall crazy oh, yeah. in love. Crazy. Drive me crazy right. in love. My turn. Your turn, Brode. Okay, the divorce. So like they they are divorced, right? Yeah, I look. If you want to change it, like for your, if, if it fits your narrative better that they're like ex boyfriend girlfriend or something like that, that's fine. I don't. They they were in a relationship. They're no longer in a relationship, for now. Wink, wink. No, I. You know what? I think I'm gonna go forward with the business rivals. I think I like the the big beer, Jennifer Connelly coming over to London, checking out the micro brews. <laughs> you know, maybe she's she's like like oh, 
I'm, I'm just in the area. I want to check out all the breweries. Meanwhile, she's like secretly kind of getting the secrets of the micro brews. Mm-hmm. And then that sets up all the tension. Although who knows what things Charlie's going to throw at us next. Like, I can't go too far in my, in my world building because Charlie's going to throw some random category that I, I, that was, <laughs> I, I think, I think everything is, we're, we're playing it straight from here on out. I think don't, don't, don't worry about it. We got it. All right. <laughs> All right. So I believe I am up next. We're going to we're going to we're going to tie everything into a holiday here. Oh. So, you know, a nice little, uh, you know, we've got Thanksgiving. we got Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day, which is right around the corner. And of course, the ever popular New Year's Eve. So you know, a little little in the backdrop at some point in your story, there's going to be some kind of uh, some kind of holiday going. And I got to go first. So I'm taking I'm taking Christmas. I'm taking Christmas mm. in San Francisco. Beautiful lights. It's gonna create a maybe a little a little chill in the air. I like the the coats, nice layers. Some Tommy in a scarf. Uh, Tommy in a scarf. Oh, yeah. Fireplace scenes. Maybe they go for hot cocoa at some point. Give me give me Christmas. Some carols in the background. Um, <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Okay, so if I'm centering all this in London, around beer, then doggone Thanksgiving is out. Halloween's a bit cold. Unless you're doing like some really thick stouts. Oktoberfest. Oh, Oktoberfest. Valentine's Day. I mean, Valentine's Day, things are up a little. They are warming up. New Year's. Not New Year's. It's too cold. Why are there no summer holidays? Like what? I've often advocated that Christmas should be moved to the summer. It makes a lot more sense. Kids off school. You know, you uh, you don't you don't feel like you got to overeat because it's it, it's it's warm outside. You go go to the beach. A little Christmas sand between the toes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this one. But if you're not I, Thanksgiving, I, if you like Brody, if you'd like to call an audible here and you want to sub in like Fourth of July or something like that, it's not exactly a London holiday. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Oh, Brody, Fourth of July in London. I didn't yeah, say like, it. Jennifer Connelly, Jennifer Connelly is all like, "Yeah, it's Fourth of July," and he's like, "Yeah, thanks a lot. You're going to see a lot of us celebrating that here in London." Oh, and not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving doesn't. Uh, let's see, I'm between between Valentine's Day. have halloween but you could right? have you could have henry cavill dress up like superman for his halloween costume that's true make it make it real meta you know he's not going to come up but he could dress up as like a similar but legally distinct superhero maybe he could dress up as batman <laughs> <laughs> he'd make a great batman Okay, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's go Halloween. I'm going to go Halloween. I, I don't. This is Halloween. Valentine's is like too, too romantic. 
Two, two. And remember, it doesn't have. This isn't like the core of your movie, right? It just happens th that in your movie, at some point in time, Halloween occurs, right? You can make it a big part of it or a passing thing. They go to a party or something on Halloween, and it's over. All right, hmm. Dylan. <clears throat> you know, I thought you... Valentine's Day for you know because they're like in Paris. I don't know if they celebrate Valentine's Day, but it's a romantic holiday. But now you got me thinking. Maybe like they're they. It's Thanksgiving, but they're both like you know. <laughs> We could be like having turkey and stuffing right now, and instead we're running from these guys or we're searching for this what have you. I don't know. Thanksgiving seems like it'd be pretty fun. It's November though; it might be snowing over there. Ah. All right, we'll go Valentine's Day. Uh, all right. Well, that looks good. That looks good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Broad, you're up first on our next category here. Ooh. Okay. Look. Obst every movie every movie's got an obstacle. And now I purposely left these a little bit more vague because I didn't know what kind of world building we'd be doing at this point. So look, it can't just be simple, right? So Brody, is your obstacle here between Henry and Jennifer going to be work related? Like perhaps a rival brewery? Is it maybe family doesn't approve or is far mm -hmm. too invasive in getting involved? Is it the ever popular Bill Pullman love triangle? Uh, oh, Billy Pulls getting left alone in, in Seattle. Is it just simply a misunderstanding? Who doesn't love a good a good movie like Hitch that the whole obstacle that they face is misunderstanding? Or maybe the timing just isn't right. They're in a relationship. The other people aren't. They swap places. Oh, that's not the right time in their lives or their career. What is the obstacle for your lovebirds, Brodo? Well, it this actually is a pretty easy one because of this narrative I've been building. It, it just works that work the obstacle. If he's got the micro brew and she's coming in, uh, from, from big, big brew, then it's gotta be work. Maybe she doesn't reveal it right away. And then it, and then it slips out or somehow he finds out that she's from a big, big, uh, and he's like, what? Enemy. You're the enemy. We almost got put out of business because of you last year. <laughs> it's like a like a little bit of you got mail there. So we got a a, a little uh yeah little Tom Hanks Meg Ryan actually going. I like it. Uh, nice. All right, Dill, what are you ticking? Timing isn't right. Cameron Diaz is over there searching for something, and our boy Nathan Fillion and Bing Rames they just are trying to get their story, and the timing just isn't right. All right. For me, I, I'm i going to go misunderstanding here. Oh, gosh, I hate misunderstanding plots. Yeah, I really yeah, hate them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. You should go love triangle. Hey, you're, I, you're I don't particularly like love triangle plots either, though. That's Yeah, that's I don't, I'd take yeah. a misunderstanding over. Yeah, I um, agree. A misunderstanding. Because, hey, maybe uh, in, he's an architect. It's right? an action it's movie. Action. It's an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, so the obstacle here is going to be some kind of there's there's a miscommunication between the two. I'll flush this out by the end. She's she's maybe she works for the government, and she thinks mm. he's an operative, and mm, but he's really just he's go. really just the architect. It's a, it's a misunderstanding. Um, all right, all right. I, final answer. Final answer. All right. Sure. We'll make it work. Go. We'll fix it in post. All right. Now, mm. the ending is always important. So your romantic story is coming to a close. How will it end? Perhaps a wedding sequence? Maybe just an epic kiss in the rain, probably? 
a desperate proclamation from one character to the other because I'm not here because it's New Year's Eve and I'm not here because I'm lonely. I'm here because <laughs> when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. <laughs> Are we advancing time forward? We get to see how maybe we see if you, into the future. How do things work out five years from now or a few years from now? Or are they just simply like holding hands on the beach, relaxing into one another, and just kind of ending it with a with a nice exhale of love? What are we doing here, boys? Dylan, you're up first. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Epic kiss in the rain. Epic kiss in the rain. Nathan Fillion oh. in the rain. Kissing? Yes. Definitely. Sign me up. And if the uh, Empire... No, not Empire State Building. No, no. Uh, the Eiffel Tower. If the Eiffel Tower is in the background beautiful and it's uh valentine's day hence it's probably raining and it's it's in paris and that it always rains there it rains more than it does in london probably not but yeah epic kiss in the rain nathan fillion soaking wet you know Dylan, Diaz, beautiful Dylan, he's I, hanging upside down from a building with a mask half off his face oh yeah i now thought about epic spent. kiss in the rain i thought about mm -hmm. epic kiss in the rain but it wasn't going to be rain there was going to be some sort of explosion and it was going to be like <laughs> like raining beer. Oh, nice. there we go. Nice. But well, that can still happen you, during a desperate okay. proclamation. That's true. Or, or, or the know, I'm just time. I'm just a micro brewer standing in front of a mega brewer <laughs> asking him to love her or whatever. Maybe. Um, do they they don't call them mega brewers? Do they? Okay, I'm I'm showing my lack of lack of beer knowledge. They should. You can't. They really should. You can't have a minivan without a mega van. Like, you, can't, you can't have a micro brew without a mega brew. That's. All right, there's some changes need to happen in our in our world if we're ever going to get along as a society. It's a good point. Oh. So <laughs> Charlie, don't take mine, please. Don't take mine, please. Uh, I'm tempted to go with a desperate proclamation because it is one of my favorite. Uh, you complete me. Yeah. Uh, it is one of my. Uh, you know, as I as I continue to rattle off uh, romantic comedies that come mm -hmm. down to. Maybe, maybe, would you agree to uh, go, go out with me and and and, and not marry me, uh, and just continue to to, to date me forever, but but not forever. be my wife? Uh, it's also raining outside, and you can see my nipples. Uh, Hugh Grant, four weddings and funeral. Look, I, my Hugh Grant impression is so rusty. I'm so sorry, I can't do it anymore. All right, I, I gotta I gotta pressure on it. I, we're, you know what? We're advancing time because no! my, my, spy, my spy love story here. Is yeah. gonna have to. We're gonna let it breathe for a little bit. We're gonna jump for. I'm sorry, bro. I thought you. I thought you wanted the proclamation. I'm jumping forward in time so that we know everyone's uh, survived. All the action sequences have cooled down, and uh, <laughs> now it's now it's time for the love. It's time for the love. Time for the love. I got on you. I got on you. I. <laughs> I had already built it in my head, Charlie. Advanced time. She's left the big brewery. She's helping him. You know, like a year in the in the future. Ah, ah, uh, you know, ah. you know, you know, Brody. I'm, no, it's I'm, no, I'm, it's okay. I'm changing, it's no, I'm, I'm, cha I'm, cha I'm changing it because you're right. I'm picking I gotta, it in my mind. I, I have a backup. I have a backup. Are you sure? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your backup? Backup is the wedding. Ooh, all right. They go. They're they're getting married in London. <laughs> Maybe they have a couple of kids brewing. No. <laughs> How many kids are going to be brewing? She's got triplets in there. <laughs> got a couple of kids brewing in there. And then, and then, and then Simon Peg Simon Peg hits a beer and he and he and he you know 
hits the side of it and pops the top and then he finishes it and he says, now that's what I call a shotgun wedding. <laughs> well, and I think I think wedding works because mine is a musical. And so then you can end on a that's big right. like musical yeah, number yeah. at the wedding. I forgot yours was a musical. I forgot you know, with That's like hosted by the, the micro brew because she's left the big brewery. She's joined the micro. and they've got a big big musical number at the wedding everybody's dressed up all dressed great great <laughs> well all right so do you do you uh no normally i do the wrap-ups but did you guys want to since you've been world building in your mind do you want you want to wrap up your own movies and kind of lay out a little bit of, of your plot here bro do sure. you want to walk us through your walk walk us through your walk us through your movie here Dudong, are, you, are you able to do yours can you do yeah yours? i'll do mine i i'll do mine all right Oh, I should have been thinking of a title. I'm trying to think of it before. All right, so we've got a musical romantic comedy starring Henry Cavill and Jennifer Connelly with Simon Pegg as Henry Cavill's best buddy. Henry Cavill and Simon Pegg have, have opened up a microbrewery right in the heart of London. They're doing great fighting the big breweries, and then all of a sudden this beautiful woman appears, Jennifer Connelly, and she starts uh, chatting these guys up, and then sparks start to fly, there's some flirtations, and there is montages of dates and, and brewing together. He's showing her the, the malts and the, the grains and stuff like that that he's different yeasts and then over time you know <laughs> simon Pegg overhears jennifer Connolly talking on the phone and she's talking to to anheuser-busch the executives over at anheuser-busch they're the enemy right and then he's got to go he's got to tell his best friend henry cavill and then there's this big conflict because she really likes henry cavill she really likes the beer that he's making but she's got a job to do what can happen who knows at some point They'll go to a Halloween party and there will be a, a musical montage about them getting ready. And I'm not sure how that, because it's so far down the list, I forgot about it. And, <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, she says, you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to leave Anheuser-Busch. I'm going to move to London. I'm going to work with you. And they're going to end with a big, huge musical wedding sequence. Are, are we gonna so what about like bushwhacked for the title or yeah. micro bush <laughs> no no i don't think i like those micro bush <laughs> micro bush no i'll i'll try to think of something all right, all right. wow all right Am two dog right. me yeah two dog what you got okay. for us all right so we have on with my romantic comedy we've got Nathan Fillion with his best friend as a journalist in Paris with a story about, well, we, I don't know, but it's very, it's a very important story. And uh, he's got his best friend and photojournalist um, played by Ving Rhames. And they happen to run into Cameron Diaz or she runs into them because she is searching for some sort of, I'm going to go with treasure because whenever I think of adventure, I think treasure and other people are searching for it too. And somehow they get wrapped up in all of that whole thing. Uh, 
Damn, what else is that? It's like, it's, uh, <laughs> they, they ran into each other with a chance encounter. Okay, so I got it. I'm still going there. And it's taking place on Valentine's Day. So you didn't even bring up your uh, your day, Brode. And uh, that throughout the whole time, maybe the sparks kind of are there, but the timing isn't right because she's looking for her what have you, her treasure. And he's trying to get his story and his, you know, the pictures and all of the information that they can't because they keep trying to, the Cameron Diaz um, keeps, I don't want to say she gets in the way and I certainly don't want to say that she needs their help. Uh, but somehow she kind of wraps it like she, she, it's, it's wrapped up together probably with their story or something along those lines. And at the very end, he gets his story. She gets her treasure and it's wrapped up in an epic kiss at the end uh, in the rain with uh, the lights of Paris and the, um, I was going to say Empire State Building again. Why do you keep thinking New York? Uh, and the, it's not too Eiffel late if you, Tower, cha- if you want to change Eiffel it. Tower. No, 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 no. I love the Paris thing. I don't know why I keep thinking Empire State Building. <laughs> and I almost did it again. The, uh, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Eiffel, Eiffel Tower? Tower in the background, in, in the rain as they kiss, whereas, and of course, being Rames has to snap one last picture because he's the photojournalist to get, uh, you know, and it's gorgeous and it's pretty and it ends and it's, yeah, I like that. I, I've got to figure out what kind of treasure it is. And I have no idea what the title could possibly be. All right. So my, my movie is an action rom-com starring Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise. And he is an architect, a mild-mannered architect, who happens, mild to, have design, who happens to have designed a building that houses some very important and valuable goods. Now, Ooh. Stana is playing a world-class thief Ooh. who is going to seduce the architect who designed the building to find different ways inside to get the goods. There's only Ooh. one problem with her plan. They can't stand each other. <laughs> Every time she tries to make a move, it is met by equal and, and heightened distaste of one another. And they... They can't seem to get along long enough for her plan to even play out. But what she doesn't realize is that there are rivals who are also planning to get into that building to steal the valuable goods. And it is Tommy's life that is now in danger. So it goes from her trying to seduce and then steal to her having to protect this guy that she doesn't really like. But but it turns out when all the pretense is stripped away and they start being real and honest, they have some wonderful talks in the foxhole <laughs> and they start falling in love for real now there is going to be a sequence early on in the movie where i want alan tudyk and tom cruise shirtless sweaty and they are playing <laughs> basketball in like an homage to the top gun volleyball scenes they are out there they are bumping sweaty chests i want to see beads of, of sweat just real and like i want a close-up of their chests really compressing together and you can see that skin sticking as they try to pull apart i want it to be grotesque and hilarious i i and they're gonna have this great friendship and it's gonna be fantastic but the big misunderstanding here of course is that she's lied to him and then you get your classic well was any of it real when tom finds out and, and she says, this was never part of the plan. Falling in love with you was never part of the design. Because oh. that's an architectural term. And then how can we build a building? A relationship is like a building. you got to build it on a strong foundation of truth, he says. Uh, but the action ensues. They, they escape uh, the danger. And we fast forward in time to find that they have fallen in love. 
and that he is designing buildings and that she may still be, in fact, committing a little bit of thievery because certainly she has stolen his heart. Mm. That's really good. I don't know about that basketball scene, Mike. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Compressed together, and you see their skin still sticking as they pull apart. Come on, it's beautiful. What's what's the title of your movie, Charlie? Um, the Architect. Or <laughs> Love's Designs. Or uh... Oh, Love's Designs is good. Love's Designs is good. That's a good one. I was thinking mine <sighs> might be Micro Macro. Micro Macro. Huh. At one it's point, mine. Tom Cruise has to buy her a Christmas gift. On something she really wanted when she was telling him something honestly. Oh. And he, and he bought it for her and he's kept it in his pocket, but it's later on in the movie and he's mad at her and then he gives it to her and she's like, oh my gosh. He listens. He loves me. It's going to be a beautiful <laughs> moment. Everyone will cry. They'll forget all about the sticking bodies and the, and the sweaty basketball scene. They'll forget about it. They'll forgive me. But I want to see Alan Tudyk shirtless again. <laughs> well, my, I... My, the name, the name of mine should be the name of the ju- of the, the treasure she's after, like the heart of something, like the heart. It can't be like the heart of Paris because that's heart the of heart Paris? of the Empire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> the heart. It's got to be some kind of a French word for for something like that. But I, I don't. I cannot. I don't know enough French. I'm like the heart of Charlie Chateau. speaks French. We. Oui. <laughs> All right. Well, I will. Uh, I will say that normally I am very partial to, mine, but I would watch all of them. Yeah, these are pretty good. It's pretty good. So you, know, <laughs> you know what? I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments. You can. I mean, you can make obviously. You can, you're welcome to make comments about the movies that we just built here, but I'd love to know your favorite romantic comedies. Mm. What do you like to watch? Uh, and and give me some context to it. Uh, when you're alone, what's your go-to? What's a good comfort one for me? I like just like heaven. Uh, but when Harry Met Sally, my all-time favorite romantic mm. comedy, let me know what you love, what do you watch, and especially if there's any good new ones on. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit behind the times in my rom-com, so give me give me some post-2019 good romantic comedies that I can dig into. Uh, it's been all downhill for me since Nora Ephron retired, so uh, let's, uh, let's hear from you. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe below. Hey, Fall in love with Brody's beard and hit that like and subscribe because mm-hmm. it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. There's I wrote a whole script about the people that live inside of it. It's a romantic comedy. They live inside the beard. Uh, so stay tuned for an, another episode where we, where we discuss that. We'll see you next time. See you guys later. <laughs>